0: To the Undisputed Future podcast, this is episode 13, which to some of you out there might be a suspiciously bad number, but I consider it good luck and an achievement. Thank you for joining me again. To my right side, as usual, Nikki Six. Hi, everyone. Great to be here. Guys, an unbelievable episode of NXT. A few things we didn't expect happening tonight. Some really shocking things, and I know one thing you guys are probably aware of is the shocking news that broke out over the internet. Bobby Roode and Roderick Strong with a vicious confrontation. Nick, I want to jump into and cover this first, because I'm sure the NXT universe that hasn't seen it yet is buzzing about it. Let's let's take a real look at the disrespect by our champion.
1: That was... An amazing promo. The entirety of it from start to finish where Bobby Roode was in the back doing his whole shoot where he was like, you don't tell me what to do, I tell you what to do, you don't tell me when to smile, I smile when I want to. But one thing
0: that took the champion by surprise was Roderick Strong, his fiance and his child taking a walk through the performance center, Strong I assume this is where in, they are, yeah. and uh, Bobby Roode not taking kindly to their presence and even calling out I, in the most emasculating
1: way oh, possible, man. that was the worst thing you can possibly say. The worst to thing a you new could say. Father slash husband. Let's
0: take a look at this. Roderick Strong told sanity to keep your fa- keep his family's name out of his mouth. Bobby Roode comes back with a if his fiance wants to be with the real man. Are you oh kidding me?
1: God. Roderick Strong looked
0: like he was going to snap. He came swinging at Bobby Roode. These two cannot be Threw held up apart. against the wall.
1: He started swinging at him. He dragged his coat over his head and just started punching him in the. That back That
0: insane of the head. aggression that I've never seen from Roderick Strong. Absolutely you might have not. seen it from his days in ROH. I, mean, but there I have few, not seen that. Not since he's gotten to NXT. NXT.
1: No, absolutely not. But it, it's good to see that that fire that I know Roderick Strong has inside of him.
0: A championship competitor needs that fire. And guys, big news stating two weeks from now, William Regal made an official NXT championship match between Roderick Strong and Bobby Roode. A huge matchup as a result of this
1: confrontation. Bobby Roode willing to put the title on the line against Roderick Strong. I think this is going to be another one of those unofficial takeovers, if you ask me. It's going to be a takeover from Florida again. May end up being one of those. A huge... Just week after week after week,
0: the NXT main events have been incredible. NXT I feel like TV.
1: Since Chicago, they've been trying to one up themselves every week, and every week they do a fantastic job of doing just that.
0: A great delivery in the end of the show, main eventing, and a great delivery in the beginning of the show this week, Nick. Some may call it iconic. We saw Peyton Royce taking on Ember Moon to start the show.
1: Bringing Ember Moon back to NXT television and the iconic duo. It's fantastic to see them both. Uh, Peyton Royce fighting for. For the iconic duo and doing a damn good job, she definitely held her own against Oscar against Ember Moon. you have seen her
0: hold point. her own against Oscar she too. We that have only seen that, that only sorry. states Asuka's to the
1: just uh, the the whole women's championship matches. I, I can't get it out of my head. Hey.
0: That does a lot of justice for Peyton Royce. Peyton Royce, an unbelievable competitor in the women's division. I think personally, Nick, she's the stronger of the two in ring wise of
1: the iconic duo. I, I, I think that that shows, uh, and it's very obvious. It's it's good to see that NXT is and WWE is using the talents for what they are more powerful. Uh, like you know, Billy Kay is clearly more powerful as she's a the bigger personality on the team. But Peyton Royce, like,
0: Peyton Royce, I think has the edge in ring wise. But they always have a plan. We noticed this tonight. The referee spinning around
1: spot. Like, what exactly happened there? Whatever happened, it proved for a very good distraction. It was a very good... Like I, I think that was planned out down to the last moment. Like Every little bit of that was planned out. That Peyton was going to trip up the ref... And Billy Kay was going to get that chance to to pull her off the top rope, whether it had been at the beginning of the match, like it was, or at the end of the match. Something would have countered the Eclipse. That was absolutely a planned maneuver by the Iconic Duo. And that's exactly what makes them so iconic. If there's
0: one thing we know about the Iconic Duo is that they want to avoid the Eclipse by Ember Moon. We saw the damage it did to Billy Kay's neck. It's not a move that you want... And we you don't want exactly to give yourself exactly
1: in the match. She was uh, Billy Kay gets her, you know, drags uh, Peyton out of the ring at one point and is screaming to the referee about how um, you know she doesn't want her to hurt her neck. She doesn't want her to put her in danger. She's you know she, the iconic and Ember duo, Moon's response was that she jumped on Billy Kay.
0: The iconic duo is still under the impression that the eclipse should be a banned move, but it did not pay dividends tonight. Ember Moon with a huge crossbody taking out Billy Kay neutralizing the second half of the iconic duo. Able to take advantage of Peyton Royce and Nick, we finally get to see the Eclipse once again on NXT television. Such a beautiful move, that rotating stunner. Such a
1: fantastic, off-the-top rope, rotating. It was, it, like, the first time I saw that, when I saw it tonight, every time I see it, it's just, seeing it live, ladies and gentlemen, is even more fantastic.
0: The Eclipse tonight. Pretty sure the
1: first time we saw it was when we were we live uh, the takeover. The
0: first time we saw it, we saw Ember Moon's debut NXT Takeover Brooklyn two against the iconic duos Billy Kay. So Billy Kay has a lot of history with that move. She knows to keep her partner away from it. Could not escape it tonight, though, guys. A huge win and a big welcome back for Ember Moon. We'll get to and
1: Peyton Royce.
0: Peyton Royce, another great showing. I mean, she's been consistent week after week after week. I think. Uh, I think her time is do once the uh, once the division starts to roll past the undefeated Oscar era i think Peyton more. Royce is a big number 1 contender name we're going to have Peyton to look Royce out is for
1: definitely going to make her name more well known in the championship division
0: but the iconic duo still staying as a unit despite the loss and what seems to be staying together as a unit is Cassius Ono and Hideo Itami
1: somewhat rekindling their friendship being civil with each other. It's good to see, but at the same time, I'm still very skeptical of the fact that Hideo snapped so easily. The man just went from being this centered... He always went out there and did what he had to do, and that was it. But after that loss to the glorious champion, Bobby Roode, he, he lost it. Well, you know? we so- and I don't know that this is Hideo being truthful or Hideo trying to get his time in the spotlight back? Because right now, Cassius Sono is, in fact, in that NXT spotlight.
0: Cassius Sono was able to sympathize with what Hideo was going through. There was a mutual understanding of the disappointment of not being able to walk away with the NXT championship. So he was able to understand where he was coming from. Whether he fully believes him or if he was just trying to put the situation behind him so he could focus on his match with Aleister Black, that's a whole nother story, and we'll be sure to keep up with this alliance between Cassius Ono and Hideo Itami. No matter what the relationship goes through, it's bound to be great NXT TV. These guys getting along could be great. These guys going head-to-head could possibly be even better. We'll be sure to stay tuned on two great main event level talents in NXT. Moving on to two other men in the NXT universe who want to take and take and take all they can. We have Sanity's Eric Young and Alexander Wolfe. A unique pairing coming from Sanity, taking on the Ely brothers. We know the Ely brothers as the guys who have been jumped and mauled by the authors of Pain. And it seemed to be business as usual for them, unfortunately, Nick, against Sanity here tonight. But the Ely brothers among a unique group of people in the WWE. We've seen brother teams before. We have the Usos on SmackDown Live, but how many identical... Twin teams have we seen before?
1: We've literally had one other team of identical twins from way back in the early 90s. You guys may recall them from WWE television as Skull and Eightball, the Disciples of the Apocalypse. They are also WCW Tag Team Champions, though, at one point. But yeah, identical twins are not uh, a regular thing. We don't get to see them on a regular basis at all, so uh, Uriel and Gabriel are definitely amongst a... Rare class of superstar, but it's always fun to get actual brothers in there. It's fun to see the chemistry that they can bring to the ring because no one thinks quite like your actual blood, especially with that twin
0: intuition. Twin tuition, whatever I I, I don't know, it's not my place. I don't have an identical twin, I don't know the correct term, but somehow mind reading your partner like that has got to be a huge advantage. Has not seemed to work out for them so far. So
1: far, far no. But because I they have just
0: been... They've been mauled and jumped by two of the most dominant teams we've seen in NXT. I feel in like their
1: big problem right now is that they don't have a good story going for them. They don't have a, a good solid... They need to go less off of their appearance, which is what they're doing right now. I feel like they're going a lot off of their big brooding appearances. And they should go more off of the, the twin aspect. They should go on the fact that they know each other so well that they're gonna dominate every other team. I think that can
0: definitely work as a premise for them as characters Unfortunately, we've only seen them for short periods of time. We've seen them get entrances, though. Yeah.
1: But so I, I assume the there's this Brotherhood. Come on, that writes itself.
0: I assume there's plans for them to be a big tag team in NXT, but there is nothing bigger going on in NXT right now than Sanity. I feel Absolutely. across the board. Absolutely. Killian Dane being a dominant monster with a recent win over No Way Jose in this- a comeback
1: match. When was the last time we've seen someone lose in WWE? Not just NXT, but WWE. In a comeback match.
0: A return to television Never. usually guarantees a win, but not according to the Beast of Belfast. We have seen this unique pairing of Eric Young and Alexander Wolfe. We talked recently, Nick, on our NXT Poughkeepsie special, which you can listen to right after this if you'd like. We saw them go back to the team of Wolfe and Dane. Now we're seeing Young and Wolfe on NXT television. There's it's just like so many combinations of insanity. It's scary. It's like have
1: always said, man. It's always they've always had that free bird style where they go from talent to talent. They switch car, They switch in people where they feel necessary for teams. If they feel that the authors of pain warrants Killian Dane and Eric Young, then that's exactly who they're gonna put in. If they feel that heavy machinery warrants Alexander Wolfe and Eric Young, that's who they're gonna put in there. If they feel that uh, the Ely brothers. Warren, Eric Young, and Alexander Wolfe, that's what's going to happen. And uh, that's how sanity works, in my opinion, anyway. They calculate who they're going up against, and they use what they have in their arsenal to their advantage.
0: It does seem to be more of an even-level playing field, like we've discussed amongst sanity, that bond of brotherhood that sort of every. Body for themselves, but all for one one for all sort of thing, which is
1: saying something when they're actually taking down brothers
0: it's very scary chemistry in the members of sanity. We saw a huge what a back body drop neck breaker combination from Wolf and young. It you seems can't. like
1: every combination has their own tag team moves their own everybody's got a tag finisher. finisher it's awesome it's it's fantastic to see the camaraderie in sanity absolute dominance. Yeah, absolute. Caught <laughs> well, on to that one,
0: buddy. You're always with...
1: having fun here at the end of the future.
0: Sharp wit coming into play and absolute dominance coming into play by Sanity, taking down the Ely brothers. Nick, let's change from tag team to women's action once again. You know, Sonia DeVille. Sonia DeVille, the formerly known Daria Baronado taking on a second-generation star in Rachel Evers. Rachel Evers, the daughter of a, uh, a big-time NXT personality lately, Nick. That's please talk about right. this.
1: Oh, man, I was so excited to find this out. I screamed so loud that my mother two floors up heard me and called to make sure I was okay. Now that we got that bit of embarrassing information out of the way, let's get to what you all want to actually everybody. hear yes, about. Let's... Rachel Evers, more commonly known as Rachel Ellering. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, the daughter of Paul Ellering, Rachel Evers, is a graduate of the Storm Wrestling Academy, and if you were wondering what that is, that is a wrestling school run and operated by Lance Storm, former WWE ECW Tag Team Champion. A
0: fantastic talent, Lance Storm. Lance Storm also trained other NXT alumni. Among my standout of those is Tyler Breeze.
1: Absolutely. He is a fantastic trainer as well as a wrestler. She then took her talent to uh, Prairie Wrestling Alliance in Alberta, Canada. Uh, Wrestled there in uh, 2015 mostly, uh, directly after graduating from the Storm Wrestling Academy. She then took her talents to Shine Wrestling, which we've spoken many times about here on the podcast. A lot
0: of the influx of women's talent coming to NXT seemed to be from Shine, and that says a lot about the organization Keep producing that great talent because we love watching them. Rachel Evers taking on the MMA-adapted Sonya Deville and another brutal, hard-hitting, heavy-striking performance by Sonia Deville. She's one bad chick, Nick. The aggression... The aggression yeah. is her charisma and that's just it it's such a great
1: combination. The kimura it, lock that she put in that that you could feel the that double wrist
0: kimura lock armbar the way she rolled and transitioned into it it was an absolutely beautiful matchup. It felt like MMA style grappling for about I'd say 75% of it. Sonya Deville again, the dominance cannot be underestimated in this match. I mean, she, Rachel
1: Evers did put up a fantastic fight and she did show us exactly you know what I was expecting when I read that she was from the this, this Storm Wrestling School. It uh, takes a lot to come back against strikes coming from Sonia Deville, though. Nick. It does. It takes a lot coming uh, to take those strikes. and a formidable uh, come opponent, back. and
0: uh, let's not forget: once the gloves come off, you know you messed up. As Sonia Deville will make it vocally known in a matchup, and she will just punch you in the ribs. I lost. Ca- I lost count. A- I lost count after the first <laughs> six. What an absolutely dominating performance. Rachel Evers, again though, not exactly getting squashed in this, but Sonya Deville looking very strong. Cannot wait to see where the future for Rachel Evers goes in NXT. Nick, do you think it's a possible Mae Young Classic competitor?
1: Absolutely think that she could be uh, in the Mae Young Classic. I think that it's more likely that she get renamed in the uh, Mae Young Classic. Eventually. Do you think
0: the second generation thing comes to the forefront? Do you think we see the I name Rachel think, Ellering in NXT? I don't
1: think we will see the Ellering name take hold until the main roster. Much like Charlotte kept it. Charlotte Flair, Charlotte Curtis Axel was not always Curtis Axel in exactly.
0: NXT. So, Plus, with Paul Ellering being the manager for the Authors of I Pain, you don't like want to exactly shine something exactly. on on Rachel that might be unnecessary. That's a very good point.
1: Not to put, uh, like, we also don't want to shift her one way or the other, but we don't want to put too much of a stress on Paul I, working with your child <laughs> Put a lot of stress. Like I can only imagine how Charlotte felt every day with the the stress of a sixteen time world champion to impress every day. I mean,
0: we saw that match between Charlotte and Natalya Flair, the battle of second generation stars, fantastic throwback NXT takeover match for the vacant at the time NXT Women's Championship. Guys, go back and check that one out. But currently in the women's division, Sonya Deville showing dominance over Rachel Evers with a victory through a double-wrist Camaro lock. A very impressive submission. Excellent strikes coming from the MMA-heavy New Jersey native. Cannot wait to see where her place in the division holds. I I think she's the next badass coming once this Oscar train somehow derails.
1: Yeah, I I don't know how and when that's going to happen, but I can't wait to see where the the character Sonya Deville goes and who she gets the opportunities to feud with in the next day. Let's see who else is going to put their hair up and square up, Nick. I love that. I can't wait to see that T-shirt. That's gonna be that's bound to be on a T-shirt. Oh, absolutely! That's gonna be a fantastic T-shirt. It's gonna be like her like little wrist cuffs and on the back. It's gonna say exactly that. It's gonna be great.
0: WWE Shop needs designs for the NXT department. You got them right here. Blow your mind! It's crazy. You know what's gonna blow my mind? More NXT women's action next week, guys. Last woman standing. Oh my! Last woman standing. Oscar versus Sanity's Nikki Cross. In the another first ever for NXT women's action, we had the Iron Woman match. We've had just unbelievable moments. This is going to bring it to a whole new level. After the hardcore, vicious fight we saw Asuka and Cross take each other through last week, after the elimination triple threat match, no, cannot wait exactly to see when warranted. all that stuff is actually. I think
1: this is exactly warranted. This is what the NXT women's division has been building to. Nikki Cross. And Asuka. Let's think about this, Nick. This amount of violence is exactly what the NXT women's division is leading to, and it's exactly what it needs, especially in my opinion. I'm a hardcore competitor. I am a hardcore fan. I am a fan of ECW, CZW. Any and all kind of violent wrestling is my style. So yeah, I think that this is exactly where the women's division needs to be.
0: A traditional lens on a hardcore matchup, Nick. Let's remember, there's no champion's advantage here. Asuka's going to need to get taken out and stay down. And I don't know if the Empress of Tomorrow has it in her to stay down like that. But you have Nikki Cross. You have that unbelievable, crazy resilience coming out of the representative of sanity. There are just so many factors. It's going to truly push the expectations of the NXT women's division cannot wait to cover that matchup. I believe it's main event time.
1: Absolutely. It's main event time, guys. That's the best, like, this word has never meant more. The main event. Because it truly was exactly that. From start to finish, one of the most entertaining stories I've ever watched take place in a wrestling ring. It was great. Gorgeous. Cassius Ono, Alistair Black putting on an
0: absolute clinic. It was a roller coaster. It was a story. Nick, it started out in a way I certainly did not expect. Alistair Black and Cassius Ono getting very grapple heavy, getting very technical with each other, showing the wrist lock displays, showing how to control their opponent.
1: I mean knowing uh Cassius Ono is the Chris Hero character, I know he can get very technical at times, but I was dumbfounded by the comebacks from Alistair ba- uh, Black. He was so on point with his grapple game it was an absolute thing of beauty to see the two of them go back and forth and back and forth. With they both looked submission. awesome in this match. An absolutely equal display as it gets guys. The torque in the wrist locks, the, 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 the amount of pressure added to the headlocks, the the front face locks, the it, Absolutely impeccable transitions. The little
0: things as well. The Queen breaks, the eye contact, the the si- the, the, ring, the ring psychology, the, the sportsmanship respect. and respect between these two top-tier competitors in the NXT main event scene. And that was just the beginning. It was jaw dropping. A strike fest in this match. Oh. The big boots, the roundhouse kicks from Alistair Black, the vicious elbows from Cassius Ono to Black. I thought Alistair Black lost some of his pearly whites during this match.
1: Honestly, it's more likely than not. Because he
0: took so many shots to the face. Straight shots to the jaw, straight boots connecting wherever they can on whoever's body in whatever scenario. They were hitting each other from all angles. I can't believe I'm saying this, but the NXT TV 2017 main events, every single week, every single match put on last has been an absolute joy to watch. They just keep... It's two different competitors each week, but the same level of high expectations. It's been unbelievable,
1: TV. It has, and whether it's the tag team division or the heavyweight division or even the women's division, every division has been bringing it, and they are not going to drop the ball, in my eyes, anytime soon. This new age or era of NXT is very... Very intent on proving that they are just as entertaining, if not more entertaining, than the last, and that's exactly what we love to see here at the On This Beautiful Future podcast. We love to see that camaraderie, not from just the fans, not from you know just ours, not just from us and our friends, but from the actual talent, the talent that's in the ring, the love that they have for not just what they're doing, but the brand that they're doing it on is. Unheard of NXT I being seen, seen like that more so as a long. third brand
0: and more talked about as a third brand, I think now more than ever, and a true unbelievable contest between two of their top two talents in Ono and Black definitely showed that Nick this was a match that literally came down to the last strike. it was like it was like two cowboys ready to draw their guns, Cassius Ono winding up for that rolling elbow strike. I know this is already a move, but it was literally poetry in motion. <laughs> And Aleister Black winding up for that Black Mass, the reach of Aleister Black's foot just a little bit too much for the big man Cassius Ono to overcome, a huge shot from that spinning wheel kick known as the Black Mass, Aleister with another huge win on NXT. A great main event in this episode of NXT, Nick, we're approaching a milestone of NXT, in two weeks, it will be the brand's 400th episode. And in two weeks, it's going to be highlighted by an NXT championship match between Bobby Roode and Roderick Strong. And it's bound to be a good one. We've seen a lot of good matches in the 100th or so episode specials. That's Episode right. 100, we saw.
1: We would let, we'd like to let you know our inspiration for this. It's because of all the amazing main events that we've been getting lately on NXT. So we thought it best to highlight some of... 100 episodes so we're going to go and start with 100 like you said which on episode 100 of nxt we got to see Derek. now
0: before you get into that nick i want yeah. to give them a little bit of a heads up here this was during the dark ages of nxt this was when the game show period was just kind of fizzling off and they were just realizing it was a bad idea so we didn't exactly have a match we had a, a bit of a closing segment.
1: Yeah, and, and, and this closing segment was Derek Bateman, more commonly known as... Colt Cabana, CM like Punk's best you. friend. Uh, marries Maxine. Who is no uh, longer with the company. Yeah, uh, a diva who so, is no longer with the company.
0: uneventful for NXT episode 100, although Colt Cabana's podcast is very good if you get a chance to take a listen to that. Yeah, but we 200- to
1: plug Colt Cabana in any way, shape, or form. Oh, man. 200, 30. though?
0: Episode two hundred of NXT, way better. way better wrestling. We had another NXT Championship match: Bo Dallas versus at the time Adrian Neville, and that was a big rivalry. It was so, the,
1: man, one of the best rivalries ever on NXT. It was one of the reasons I like started watching weekly NXT. A highlight, a main event from NXT Arrival, the first
0: ever, first ever network special NXT Arrival. Adrian Neville versus Bo Dallas in a ladder match, but it all started back in episode 200 was that title defense. And also in that episode, we had Cesaro taking on now general manager of NXT, William William Regal. Regal. And the chemistry between those two guys, William Regal has been on record stating how much of a talented and one of the best guys he's ever stepped foot in the ring with in Cesaro, and it certainly
1: shows in that matchup. Get on the network. Check Such that one a out. Fun match. You all have to check it out. If you have the network, get on that. Episode 200. Amazing watch. 200 of NXT. But pressing right on to the 300th episode, which again, a bit lackluster, but at the same time, had its moments. It was a recap for uh, NXT TakeOver Respect, and we got to see, at the end, a recap of Sasha versus Bayley at NXT Brooklyn. One of the best matches I've ever seen live. The best women's wrestling
0: match I have ever seen in my life. And they they followed it up. They followed up Brooklyn at NXT TakeOver Respect in a history-making, first-ever Iron Woman match. And if you're fairly new to NXT, if you only know Bayley from the disastrous writing on the main roster, go back and find out what the real is all about. What the all-heart, while still-hugging, Bailey is all about. What the determination and the in-ring brashness of Bailey is allowed to come out. She is a fantastic competitor. Do not let what is going on Raw fool you. Nick, I know you can attest to that as yeah, well. Yeah, absolutely.
1: Bailey is being held back a bit right now, and she is a fantastic talent. Uh, as shown on the 300th episode of NXT, you get to see uh, a wonderful recap of the match that we personally got to watch at TakeOver. Um... And uh, I, I think that that match in particular changed women's wrestling from that day forward. The Brooklyn match, right? Absolutely. The Brooklyn match, definitely a huge milestone for women's
0: wrestling. The Iron Woman match, just another crowning accomplishment for a first in women's wrestling. With such big main events happening on those 100 episode milestones, I cannot wait to see how rude versus strong delivers for that
1: NXT championship. I mean, they already have an amazing build up. I can't imagine how next week they are going to top this week's build-up. I mean, it seems like that's exactly what they're trying to do. They're trying to top every week's amount of build-up to these two getting into the ring eventually and just letting loose on each other.
0: It's been a vicious war of worlds, a slight physical confrontation taking place between the two as well. Cannot wait to see what next week holds and cannot wait to see what Roderick Strong will do to Bobby Roode Once he gets his hands on him, Lord only knows what's going to happen in a championship match of this caliber. Guys, give us your thoughts. Please continue to follow the social media. The Twitter is getting more and more followers by the day. The same with the Instagram. The Facebook maintenance, admittedly, a little bit sloppy. But what is going on here? What's going on here is iTunes. That's right, guys. If you haven't already subscribed, please subscribe to us on iTunes. The numbers are pouring in. Thank you so much to those who have. Of course, stay updated with the SoundCloud. That's where the main source of the iTunes material is going to be. So if you just have the browser available and you don't have the iTunes app, go right ahead into soundcloud.com backslash Undisputed Future, and you'll find all the episodes there as well. This has been episode 13 of the Undisputed Future podcast, episode 390, 398. Three ninety
1: eight, three
0: ninety eight, four hundred. Being two weeks from now makes total sense. Thanks, Nick. I want to give you your moment in the sun. Sorry about that. I was, I was thinking. But that's it. We're cover We covered the June twenty first edition of NXT, episode three ninety eight. It's been an absolute joy that Cassius Ono Alistair Black main event. It's a
1: fantastic main event. It's gonna
0: have us stirring for weeks. Give us your thoughts on that. We saw two unique sides from each of the superstars. We saw a complete roller coaster happening in this match. Please give us your feedback. At podcast underscore UF is the Twitter. At Undisputed Future Podcast, all one word is the Instagram undisputed future podcast find us on facebook i'm sure it won't be that difficult the logo is black it's yellow it's ufc looking but just the uf you can't really miss it it's giant it's yellow it's the nxt colors guys please find us if you can i gave you all the clues you're gonna have to scooby-doo the rest of this on your own but, but- uh,
1: i personally would thank to, uh, i'd like to thank all of you for putting up with my uh terrible voice this week i'd like to personally apologize Uh, When we went to NXT Live in Poughkeepsie, I did a bit too much yelling, and uh, that's why uh, I sound a bit monotone. Hey, if they're they're
0: long-term listeners, Nick, they heard me fighting an allergy attack, so I'm sure it's all good. Still a delightful conversation. Always happy to sit here and do this with you, my friend. Again, episode 13, Undisputed Future Podcast. We will see you next week for another historical landmark. In women's wrestling, it's Asuka taking on Nikki Cross for the NXT Women's Championship. C.D. Danny Mac, Nikki Six. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. See you next week. We will see you next week for more NXT discussion.